All right, all right, all right. I think we are live. What's going on, Kyle? What's up? Thanks for having me, Nathan. I'm ex I'm super excited to be here, man. Dude, I'm excited to have you in here. And you're in, you're in, you're just traveling the world right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I traveled the world full time in my uh, uh, Class A motorhome. We've been traveling around the United States for the uh, last two years, and before that, we were living in Europe for six wow. months straight, going to different Airbnbs and, and apartments around there, all across. Italy and Croatia and Prague and France. Uh, so yeah, this is just our lifestyle. We travel all the time. I, and I'm uh, in my Jeep right now. This is kind of like my mobile office as we're going around. So it allows us to uh, jump in and have a quiet place to talk, but I do this from the road and yeah. I'm able to get deals virtually out of Facebook groups from the road. And then I, I leverage a team to make it hands off. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today. Now, everybody, this is the uh, Investor Thrive Sales Mastery Podcast. So we try to tie in people doing deals, people being successful into sales and how it translates, right? And I'm, I know you got some sales experience from the last time we talked, but let's kind of dive right into it. Um, you're, you're hitting the road, you're doing deals virtually, and you sp specifically focus on getting deals through Facebook groups, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100% organically just posting in local community-based groups, kind of like digital bandit signs. Oh my gosh. Okay, bro. Let's dive right into it. So what made you find out about this strategy? how did you find out about it? It actually came out of uh, a, a lot of pain, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of struggle on my part when I, when I came into this. Okay. And uh, last time we were speaking, I was telling you about how, you know, we come from the same world, knocking doors, selling satellite TV. Right, you were right. on the, you were on dish and I was on direct TV. You were team red. I was team blue. Well, right. Dude, but that's, I, I first started that's like, I did both. I was doing both. I did. I had the patch on the direct TV on one side and dish. And I, depending on what they had, I was like, I'll sell you what you need. But then I eventually just did dish. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Swapping back and forth. That was kind of what I did too. I, I, yeah. but I, I only wore the direct TV logo cause I, I worked with them. I worked with one of the largest contractors around and I was number seven top salesperson in the nation, which was super cool. I got a plaque yes. for it and everything. And, you know, That's I was stacking totally. a bunch of money in the summer and just taking the time off in the winter. Uh, but life, I, I was, I was really capped on what I could make. I had to put so much time into it mm -hmm. and you can't knock door. You can't knock doors forever. You know, you can't do it all year long. You, you'd burn out. So, uh, it's just something I had a hard time with. And I won a cruise, uh, from working with the company for a year and hitting my target. So I, mm -hmm. I went on a cruise to Ensenada and I remember thinking on the cruise and I was talking to Maddie. I'm like, man, we, we could be doing so much bigger. We could do be doing bigger things. Yeah. You know, why am I not in medical sales? Why am I not uh, in real estate? We're just kind of having, having these, these dreams of selling things that would transact more. We'd be able to get more commission for each transaction that, uh, that we put in. So that kind of led me down the path and I found real estate investing. I got my YouTube education. You know, there's so much good stuff on YouTube. And, uh, so, so I just dove in right. and learned all of this stuff for free. And then I jumped right into it. I quit working for, uh, direct TV and I went 100% all into wholesaling and I was working in Portland at the time. And, uh, man, that's, that's a tough market to go about it. That's what I've heard. And I, I was driving for dollars. I was doing cold calling. I was, uh, looking at FISBO sites and, doing all of these things and I wasn't getting much traction. I'd get close and then something would fall through. So then I found a mentor and I, I 
told him, look, I work for you for commission only. Mm-hmm. I'll help you build a team. You give me $600 a week for float money while I learn this and, and we'll rock. And he's like, okay, I'll back you. Bam. We'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. So it's my way to kind of get in the door and make a little bit of money to, to get me by as I kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he paid for a course for me that was all about direct mail. And then he front the money for the direct mail campaign. Mm-hmm. And he was spending $10,000 a month. So four months later, $40,000. That's right. And we didn't get a single deal from it. Well, mail can be, uh, it can be painful. Yeah. And (laughs) some people kill it with mail. Um, You know, I guess it just depends on, on, on having the patience and doing the split tests and finding out what worked, what niche works in your market. But uh, for, for us, it was just a big loss and it was devastating for me because that that was my commission. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's losing money on, on what we're doing, I'm not making any money. That's right. So, and that $600 a week, that was just float money. That's going to be deducted from future commissions. Exactly. Right. So I remember just sitting there with my head in my hands, devastated, ready to walk away forever. I was just done. But then a light bulb went off. I'm like, you know what? At least we were able to find a couple deals. We broke even. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I didn't owe this guy money, which is good. And we found deals using Facebook groups. We found one deal off of Craigslist, which was crazy that that worked out. And right. we made a good amount of money on that one. But Facebook groups, that was the thing. So once I discovered that, everything changed for me. I was able to just post and get leads on demand to where it was like so many leads, I couldn't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. So I, it was like a faucet that I could turn on and turn off at will. That's awesome. And then I started to really ramp up and went off on my own and and uh, decided to go virtual because I didn't like just staying in the Portland market. Right. I'm like, what if I just go get low-hanging fruit all over? It doesn't matter what market I'm in. I'm just going to go get the low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And once I took that mentality, man, it's, it just got so much better from there. For sure. Okay. So, I know, so I, I've actually talked to someone about this before. So you post on neighborhood groups. We're not talking like real estate investors of Utah, real estate investors of Idaho. You actually go find neighborhood groups, correct? Yeah, 100%. Because I'm not trying to find other investors. I'm not trying to find wholesale opportunities. Those are a dime a dozen. And there's right. a, a, you know, I want to find direct to seller when I'm doing this method. So that's what we tend to focus on direct to seller. And then also, uh, investor friendly agents with pocket listings. I love it. So when you do the postings in neighborhood groups, are you doing any neighborhood group in the United States or are they specifically targeted to major metros where there's investors there? Is it, or is it, can it be random? So it, you generally want to stick within a metro area and two yeah. to three hours outside of town. Three hours is really pushing it. Right, uh, right. But those outskirt towns, as long as there's good comps and uh, you know, you, the, there's um, it, the data supports that you'll be able to sell the property if you list oh, it, yeah. then you can hit these little outskirt towns and they're like fishing ponds that fishing holes that nobody else is hitting. So tell me about that. Um, what is the main strategy when you get those leads and kind of outskirt towns? Is it to list them, list them for them on like a novation or, or how do you, what are you doing? Are you wholesaling them? Wholesale. That's primarily what wholesale. I do myself. Uh, I have investors that work with me in my program. Some of them do flips, some of them do buy and hold, some of them focus on subject two. Uh, we don't have a ton of people that do novations. That seems like kind of a new thing that, uh, that there's some people that know about it, but not a ton of people doing it. 
Um, it's, it's like a newer so, thing that they're push, people are pushing now. And it was bigger back in the last two years because you could just take a random house and list it and get top dollar for it. So that's what a lot of people were doing back in the day. Um, let me ask you this. So tell me about your program. Do you just give the outline for people to go and post in those groups and tell them how to do it? Or do, is there a system behind it? Like, tell me more about that. Yeah. So we have two different levels of our program. There's one that's done for you. It's like a business out of a box to where we're going in and we're helping you train and recruit, not just your, your appointment setter team, but your management. We're helping you find and train an acquisition manager. We're helping you find and train an operations manager, somebody to run dispo, somebody run to run your underwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're helping place your virtual assistants. So completely business out of a box where we're right there alongside you, helping you recruit this team and also helping you train them. And then in this program, we're using Facebook groups and building commission only teams around Facebook groups. They use their own Facebook accounts to go and post on, uh, on the investor's behalf. Okay. And then we have another side where we do SMS. So it's SMS marketing. A lot of people will use VAs to manage their SMS campaigns. Mm -hmm. We use commission only reps. We use hustlers and put them in those positions because we feel like it converts better. VA commission reps or are they uh, Americans? US based coming from sales background, door to door, MLM, you know, that, that type of person, that personality type. They text, they text for people commission only. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're not just texting, they're converting them. They're running the triage. They're making sure that it's qualified. They're getting it booked in with an appointment. Uh, with the acquisition manager. So they're actually taking it to the finish line, making sure it's quality first and then booking it in with the closer. And uh, the closer is usually the client, right? Or the person that, um, is that how it works? Or do you, is the closer someone that uh, they've hired as well? The closer is an acquisition manager. Um, so that's, that's somebody that they hire. Uh, it's, it's not them. It's not them. We, okay. Yeah. So in this, it's, it's really meant to be a passive owner. You know, you're not, you're not a business operator, you're a business owner. And this program is for people that they, they might not have a ton of knowledge in real estate Mm -hmm. and they definitely don't have time to do it themselves. So, but they have the money and they're ready just to plug in a team and they, they, they uh, are willing to go in with that overhead, knowing that they're going to get a return and not have to put in a ton of time. So that's the higher echelon program. And the one below that is, uh, this is for people that have the knowledge, but they don't necessarily have a ton of funds. They have access to th- some capital. Obviously, you got to be willing to invest in your in your company. But this is for somebody that wants to be more involved. They're okay. the acquisition manager at first. Right, right. Uh, but we're still helping them recruit and train their team of appointment setters. That's awesome. We're, that sounds like yeah, a in, business. In that program, we're not placing the VAs. We're not placing the acquisition manager, or the dispo manager, or anything like That's that. only for the upper echelon one, right? Yeah. So, But this one, we're building out your appointment setter to make sure that we can make it rain with appointments, make it rain with leads. Wow. You know, so that's that's a big thing. That's the first step is you need to be able to make offers before you can build out all of this other stuff if you're starting out. So on average, how many posts generate how many leads are uh, generated from like a post it really depends on the group one group you might get 60 comments and that's a really really good post and you could get you know five to ten appointments from from a post like that another post you might only get three comments right but the thing is is all you need is one one qualified seller 
um, that's that's off the radar. They're not on some list. They're not being hit by everybody else. And a lot of the times you're the only one speaking to them just because you found them and you happen to find them in, in some group. And a lot of the time, a lot of the times it's uh, the kid and they're, they're helping their grandparents sell their property or it's, or it's uh, you know, the, the adult children that are helping their mother get into a care facility and wow. helping move that. So the situations kind of like that are what you're going to run into. So if you could give us a little nugget, like what would someone, if someone like saw this and was like, I want to try it, like, what would you tell them to go post? Yeah. So you're going to want to hit up local groups, community-based groups, something like a garage sale group, Mm -hmm. right? And then you post something similar that you would see on a bandit sign, looking for a fixer upper, willing to pay cash, who's selling? You put a, you put a bright background on it. That's it. White background. So it's not like one of those colored ones. No, bright. It's a bright background oh, bright. and okay. you can use uh, a lot of them, but you don't want to go with patterns that are going to make it hard to read. Got it. Okay, cool, man. So if you, if you, I mean, how many would you recommend someone do a day? Like if someone's just going to hear this and be like, I'm going to go try it and generate some leads. Like how many would they so, post a day? So you have to max out your account. You have to redline your account because Facebook limits you like crazy, right? Okay. They'll put you in Facebook jail. To where uh, you can't post in groups you don't own for for up to a month, which kills wow. all of your momentum. So it sucks. So what you got to do is you got to obey the speed limit, but you also want to max out your potential. So you do 13 posts a day, 13 posts a day, five days a week and joining groups on the weekends. So but you're saying if you post in a group that you don't belong to, they'll they'll kill they'll crush you. But that you probably won't be able to post it unless you belong to it. Right. Yeah, you have to be in the group. Okay. A lot, the best groups are private groups, and you have Got to be it. a part of the private group in order to be, to be able to post. But what I'm saying is, if you're if you're going above the speed limit, Facebook, the algorithm will say, "Oh, this person went over the number 13, so now we're going to put them in Facebook jail," and and it completely blocks you from being able, able to post in Posting other people's groups. groups. Right. Okay. Yeah. They, they cut. They shut me down. I can't DM people. What's up with that, man? What's, what's yeah? The exactly. And there's limits on that. So uh, really, that's about 80. You, you can uh, message 80 people per day and you have to be friends first. So mm. what you do is if you're doing a, a cold outreach campaign, we do this for recruiting, too. So you guys might think of this in order to find recruits uh, is you go in and you have them add friends to members of the group. So you go to like a newbie wholesaler group and yeah. find people that want to squat up like they're, mm-hmm. they're done struggling and they want to be your setter. They just want to be part of a team. Then you go in and you start adding people as friends inside that group or you have a VA do it. And then as they accept your friend request, boom, you're able to send them a message and get past those limitations. Yo, check this out. I'm I'm just uh, slacking my VA right now, uh, AJ, because what we do is when we get friend requests from people is we message them and then say, hey, thanks for friend requesting me. And then we accept their friend request. So that's probably what's triggering it is the fact that we message them before we accept their friend request. We need to yep. accept it and then message them. And then we probably won't get, won't get rocked. 100%. Cause right now you'll probably be limited to 20 or 30 or 40 if you're lucky, but you can get to a hundred plus if you're friends first. Okay. All right, AJ, my main, my main VA, Hey, accept the friend request and then message them. Don't message and then accept. That's that's a gold nugget for me, man. I appreciate it. I got to get out of Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So it's knowing tricks like this that that are going to be super helpful. And I'll tell you what, with, with, with paid advertising, you're trading money for more money. 
with organic advertising, you're trading time for more money, right? So this, this is the limitation that you run into is there, there has to be actually human labor behind it. Right. But the way that we do it is like we leverage other people's work. We leverage OPW, right? Other we find people that work. want to squat up and use their own Facebook accounts. And we even have ways, and this is a, a kind of a secret. This is a, a secret sauce that uh, uh, we kind of keep to our inner circle, but you can get Facebook accounts. You can get aged Facebook accounts and then have uh, your top setters be working from three or four different Facebook accounts at once. Do you see like so? My viewers are from the Philippines. Do you see that there those aren't as effective, and unless it's like from the United States, like if it's out of the country, do you are those less effective? No. So you got to find a VA that's willing to change up their account and make it look like it's a U.S. account. Mm. All right, you hear that, VAs? Let's go. Let's change those accounts. Let's put some <laughs> some uh, change that location. Yeah, you can hide your location for one, and then two is just doing a couple posts and changing your profile a little bit to make it look like you're an investor, mm. right? And then you're okay. gonna get better. You're gonna get better results. Well, there you go, guys. Let's go, VAs. Let's do it. They might they watch this live, so I know they're watching. That's awesome. Yeah. So these are the little things that make a huge difference for us. And then when we're able to use commission only appointment setters, it's like you know when you build a team around door to door. Yeah, you know, when, exactly. when we were in that world, cause you did it too, you'd go to colleges and stuff like that exactly. and, and recruit kids to go do summer work and, and just to go travel and go to little towns and stuff like that and just go hustle. Well, it's, it's similar with this. If you're finding a bunch of hustlers and, and you find a crew to do this with where you're not lone wolfing it, you have a battle squad to go out with. It makes it so much better. What is the commission that uh, most of them accept or are willing to do to post 13 a day? Um, you know, all that. 13 posts Ten, a day, five days a week. 10% of the assignment. 10%. So if it's $20,000 assignment, they two grand popped. Okay. And, uh, okay. So these commission rep based reps they're you know, they should be doing 13 posts a day, five days a week. And then you, they're setting the appointment and then they goes to the acquisition rep. Or if it's the lower echelon, the owner, that's the acquisition manager closing deals, right? Yep. Exactly. Do they, do they ever um, graduate to the setters uh, ever graduate to just closing the deals instead of having to set the appointment? Yeah, that's where you're going to find your best acquisition managers is hiring from your pool of setters, right? Because okay. then then they're hungry and they're, they're looking at this as an opportunity that they can earn. And then they're going to compete in order to get that opportunity to to be promoted into acquisition manager. Another position is called head appointment setter. Mm -hmm. And this is like a, a team leader. And they just make 10% of the paycheck of other, other setters on their right. team. Overhead. So it's a small kickback, but it, it kind of puts leadership within your structure. Yeah. Like kind of like when we were doing the door to door, we would get, if you managed a team, you would get an override. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's yep. sweet. Brother. It sounds like you just modeled like the door to door. I'm sure there's a lot of industries like this, but it sounds like what you did, but just with Facebook instead of knocking doors. 100% dude. Yeah. That's uh, what, what I did is I took that and I'm like, Man, if I could build teams around going and knocking doors, that, that work sucks. If I could do that, I could build teams around real estate, which is way more enticing. And and uh, I ran with that. I just took that model and transitioned it over. That's amazing. So, did, I mean, dude, 13 posts a day, what does that take someone? Maybe like an hour or two hours? Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of time at all. You're putting in like one or two hours uh, a day. So it's very much a side hustle for them. But yeah. if you have somebody that's stepping it up and they're a rock star, you have them working from three or four different Facebook accounts, then they're going to be able to put in more time.
God. Okay. So if there's multiple Facebook accounts, then they can, they can really put out some, but then they also have to respond. I'm assuming to all of the, uh, you know, the comments have to look over, them. you know, talk to the people. So once, once someone comments on something saying, yeah, I know of somebody, do they uh, DM them? Do they say, Hey, what's your number? Like, what's the process for that? Yeah. So you have the conversation a little bit messenger to where you don't want to seem weird. There's a lot of scams out there. Right. Okay. So, so people are on high alert. So you got to set yourself apart and you have to be real. You have to seem like an actual buyer, ask them serious questions about the property. You know, how, how soon are you looking to sell it? How many bedrooms, how many baths, what neighborhood is it in? What's the address? Um, fi find out all that information first and then book the call. And then you'll be able to, uh, to, to get much better results. And you always want to, uh, be selling the next step. So in messenger, you say, Hey man, we're, we're definitely going to be, uh, we're either going to come out there ourselves or we're going to send our, our buying partner out there to the property and go check it out. But before we line that up, I'd like to talk to you on the phone first and find out a little bit more about the property. Got it. And once you move it over the phone, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're building rapport at that point and, and uh, you're going to be able to determine if there's motivation there and then lock them into an appointment. Have you seen, uh, like tested, like AB testing, like what, what posts are more, more effective? Like, Hey, like a bandit sign, like, Hey, looking for this, uh, like a property to flip, or is it better to be like, Hey guys, I, I love the neighborhood. I'm just wondering if someone knows of a property or anybody selling in this neighborhood, like acting like you're leg literally just looking in that area. Um, have, do you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just like a generic post being like, Hey, I'm looking for something in the neighborhoods called Mesa park. For example, I'm looking for something in Mesa park. Does anybody know? So asking, does anybody know of something to sell is if that's a really good one, we get a lot of results from that because then you're getting those one-off leads. Mm -hmm. uh, but we find that the more targeted you get, the less response you get. And, and Facebook groups, comments are the lifeblood of your post. Every time you get a comment, it bumps it up to the top of the group and then it's going to push it out to more people. So I want broad. Broad is better because okay. you just want more comments and it creates a snowball effect. You ever have your fake, not, well, your other Facebook accounts comment on a post to make it appear higher? So uh, we'll comment on our own posts, yeah. but it's not like we're taking different accounts and that'd just be a lot of time okay. where you can, you can uh, buffer your own posts just by commenting on your own posts a couple of times. And then if people are commenting that, you know, that it's not a lead, like it's another wholesaler or something, then mm -hmm. you just BS with them. You, you do small talk inside the comments make the yeah, algorithm go crazy. And then it's just going to push it out to more people. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you, you, you definitely, no matter who comments, you always respond saying like, thank you or whatever, just so the, the algorithm starts going wild. Yeah, man. I love it. I think this is a great strategy that I've actually, uh, I, I tried it. Well, I've done it in, uh, I've done it in like, not this specific strategy, but I've left posts in other like real estate investor groups asking if anybody has needs help finding a buyer, just like to JV. But this is like directly going for sellers instead of investors. Yeah, one hundred percent direct to sellers, and uh, once in a while we're getting them from agents that have pocket listings, just off market deals. Have you um tried the using your setters and your you know you people that you work with your team to go do it and to find JV deals, or you specifically just do the uh, the seller route. No, cause you'll find JV opportunities inside, inside the garage sale groups anyways. Like you'll still get other wholesalers that comment on your posts. Um, and for me, it's, it really distracts the setters. Yeah. Cause they're just, there's so many of them. 
And I want them to focus on just like the best direct to seller lead, somebody who's qualified. And and I know it's going to be worth the, the acquisition manager's time. Do you, do you deal with a lot of people that's, that want retail that, you you know, say, yes, I know somebody. And then it's, you know, obviously they're not motivated. Does it happen a lot? So we try to determine motivation in messenger, um, as much as we can, but it's really hard to get people to open up in messenger. You're just still yeah. a stranger on Facebook. Right. So, so running the triage, um, uh, in the first 10 minutes of the phone call mm-hmm. is really effective. So basically your acquisition manager in that first five or 10 minutes, they're going to determine if that motivation's there or not, and then hang up the phone. If it's, if it's not, there's also a process called triage to where mm-hmm. you have a triage caller. This is a setter mm-hmm. who uh, gets promoted to this position and it's their job just to talk to people on the phone. So they're that first human connection mm-hmm. and then they're vetting it out more and making sure that it's qualified before pushing it to the closer. That way the closer's calendar isn't getting bogged up with a bunch of unqualified leads. And is that, is that the process? They would set it on their calendar. It's not like a live transfer be like, Hey, I got someone hot. Answer your phone. How, how does that, how do you have that set up? Some people will do it like a live transfer uh, and then others will do booked appointments. If you're doing more volume, if you have a lot more calls coming in, then you have to do it by yeah. appointment. Yeah. Like a Calendly account or something. Exactly. Okay. That's cool. I got a, somebody. So I, these are live, right? So I got some questions coming through. Is that cool if we answer some of them? Yeah, let's do it. Let's rock it. All right. How do you deal with all the realtors commenting? That's what someone asked. Facebook user asked that. Yes. So you want realtors, you you want realtors to comment on your posts and you want wholesalers to comment on your post, even though those aren't the leads you're going to be focusing on. The reason is, is because the algorithm goes crazy when it gets comments. So the more comments you can get, it creates a snowball effect. It's like panning for gold. You're going to get a bunch of comments and you're looking for the the legit sellers within, within all of these comments. And then with these agents and these wholesalers, talk to them, have a conversation inside the comments section, because that's going to make your uh, post have way more reach and you're going to have a better chance of finding sellers. That's why we say, keep your post broad, right? Yes. You want to keep your post broad so that you have this effect. And then you, uh, just by getting that airtime, you're going to get the correct type of person coming in. Plus with agents, uh, find agents that are down to do off-market deals. If they're investor friendly and they have off-market deals, they're, they're willing to do it for off-market commission. Some will want 2%, some, some will want 3%. Uh, some of them, especially the newbie agents are, would be down to work for just like a $2,000 flat commission. For sure. Right. Yeah. So, so you get them on your side they, they become like a bird dog for you. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I think they, someone followed that question up with how do you find the buyers more Facebook groups as well? Yeah. Facebook groups. You can definitely find buyers with, uh, investor groups and cash buyer groups, private money groups and stuff like that. Um, but you know, that's just one method. Uh, another method you want to do is just pull a list from, from an area of, of cash buyers, some properties that were purchased in cash, skip trace that, and then send, send out SMS. You're going to be able to build a list way faster that way. Yeah. There's thousands of ways to find buyers. It's crazy. There's so many different ways. Um, so you, you said you have, uh, the people that want to squat up doing these Facebook posts. So they're not VAs. They're, they're like, uh, you said Americans. Is that right? Yeah. U.S. based. A lot of them are uh, other wholesalers that just want to squat up. And then some of them are just coming from the sales arena. They've done door to door. They worked in a call center. They've worked commission only. 
people that that uh, do well in MLM uh, tend to crush it with this too. Uh, that's multi-level VAs marketing necessarily. No, we don't use VAs as setters. We try to stay away from that. Is that because maybe it's more difficult for them to have the uh, like a gen uh, a normal conversation? Um. So it's yeah. There, there's one is communication barrier. But even if you find somebody that has excellent communi communication skills, there's little differences. Just just you know, little differences in dialect and slang that we speak to each other, and that that will kind of make people understand. Oh, this isn't somebody based in the U.S. Right. Wow. So, so there's that. And it's not just that it's also uh, a different skill set. You're not going to get a VA to work commission only. They just, they won't do it. They want job mm -hmm. security and they want to be paid. Uh, they, they want predictability and, and job security. That's what mm -hmm. motivates them. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Now, so, uh, uh, somebody who is more of the entrepreneur mindset, they like that high risk, high adrenaline work. They don't want a wage. They'd rather risk more to make bigger paychecks. High risk, high reward. I love it. All right. So one last yeah. thing that's coming through is, uh, or, you know, at the moment is specifically what type of community groups do you post? And I think we kind of already went over this neighborhood groups. We're talking neighborhood groups. We're not talking investor groups, like with wholesalers in them. You want neighborhood groups. Yep. Right. 100%. All right. All right, man. Well, Hey, that's been some juicy, juicy stuff for us today. And honestly, I, I think everybody should go over You have a Facebook group, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got a Facebook group. Uh, it's has 13,000 members in it. It's super, uh, high quality. We have constant, uh, trainings in there. We have interviews with experts. We have giveaways, scripts, uh, uh, swipe files, all kinds of stuff that you can get and pick up inside of that group. And the best way to find the group is if you go to the, uh, the website, botfox.net. That's B O T F O X dot net not dot com dot net so if you go to botfox.net that's a that's a free training three secrets to finding deals in facebook groups and it's uh it's kind of what we went over today but uh uh more of um more on the structure and it's more webinar format than interview format so if you want to be able to access this training um in a different format definitely opt in there and then on the next page it's going to have the button to join the group so first you opt into the training and then on the next page, you can join the group. Yeah, let's go there right now. Why not? Yeah. 100%. I'm, I'm going to go there right now. I'm going to check it out. Is that cool? Hell yeah, man. Awesome. Hot Fox. I'm sharing my screen, right? Yep. We see it. Let's go, man. It's technology, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hotfox.net. I'm going to go there yep. right now. I'm going to fill out my name. Let's do it, guys. Everybody with me. Let's go. Awesome. So uh, that's sweet, man. I'm going to check this out because I, I've, I've talked to some people about it before. And um, I think it's a great I think it's a great way to do it. So, guys, this is it. Is this what you're saying? Like you just click it and then you can join the community and then yep. I'm sure they can book. Is it a call with you or is it with your team? That's a call with my uh, team. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, you've seen it here first. I just did it. It's easy. Just go botfox.net. And, uh, you know, I think this is great because, dude, I am I hate spending money on marketing. I, I don't think it's even necessary. Um, there's just too many ways to get deals with low, no, low to no marketing spend, right? I mean, most coaches and people will teach you just to, like, pull a list, cold call it, text it, 
And then, you know, you're new, you don't know what you're doing. You spend 10 K 20 K. And then you're like, I don't know. I freaking did everything they said. I mean, we've all done it. Right. And sometimes you hit it big, you get like a big wholesale fee, like 50, hundred thousand, but sometimes you don't. But the cool thing about this is little to no market spend. And that's what I'm focusing on too. So this is a great thing that I can use, um, in my, uh, in my own business. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I love that. And for, for those of you watching that you're like, man, I just don't want to put in time. I'd rather just put in money and get a, get a return on ad spend and be able to track my KPIs. If that's what you're into, you can have that same predictability inside of organic marketing and it can still be hands-off. That's the way I like to do it. I like to work off of KPIs and tracking sheets and then leveraging other people's work in order to get this done. And if you just want to have this built for you, right out of the box. We're, we're here to help you with that. Let's go. You heard it here first from Kyle Rogers. He'll build your business and you can chill, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. it. All right, guys. Well, uh, uh, Kyle, you got another, anything else you'd like to drop for us? Any other golden nuggets? You've, you've, you've graced us. Yeah. With great info today. Yeah. I got one last piece of advice, man. When I was putting in 80 hour weeks, I wasn't happy and I was able to make, make some money. But so what I find these days, the less I do, the more I make. So just remember that, guys. The less you do, the more you make. And if, you're, if you work on, instead of working hard, you work smart and you work on things that move the needle the most, then your life can completely change. Dang, that's powerful, bro. Because a lot of people think the harder you work, the more you make. But you're saying yep. the opposite. I, I'm hearing. Yep. 100%. That's how I'm able to travel the world full time never go step foot in a property, able to do this all hands-off, run two different seven-figure companies completely hands-off. It's because right. I have a systems in place and I have a tribe behind me, my people, to be able to execute. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. Let me ask you this. Do you think it'll ever, Facebook will ever be dry up as a lead source? Do you have any like thoughts on that? Man, the, the thing is with Facebook groups is Facebook has been pushing it hard. They've been promoting groups big time. They had a Super Bowl ad to where they're promoting Facebook groups. So it's definitely a priority on the platform. They're wanting to put emphasis on that. And if if they ended up changing it for, for whatever reason, it dried up, then I would just go somewhere else. You know, there's, there, there, there's SMS, there's, uh, and you know, that could change. But the thing is, is you adapt and you find out what the next thing is, what the next traffic source. Traffic, you, you never have a traffic problem, guys. You never have a traffic problem. There's traffic out there, more traffic than we could even care to be able to handle. There's right. things out, out there, ways to get traffic that you don't even know about that you could build an entire company around, but there's no time. What you lack is not traffic, it's systems and the people to help you execute those systems. That's beautiful. Beautifully said, Kyle. That was amazing. Thanks, brother. So, that guys, you heard it here first again. You've heard it multiple times. You heard me say that. Go to visit Botfox. That I mean, that's legit. I'm I'm definitely going to start using that that strategy. And uh, yeah, that's cool. Well, hey man, I appreciate your time. You go enjoy yourself in Coeur d'Alene. When you come drive through Utah, hit me up. We'll go get something to eat. We'll go chill. Maybe I go off road with you. We'll see, man. But let me know when you get down. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Go hit some trails for sure. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for jumping in. And thanks yeah. for having me, Nathan. I'll see hey, you guys man. next time. See you later, brother. Bye.